All right. Welcome, people. Uh, this is the Listening for the Right Reasons podcast featuring Patrick Waite and Chandler Hansen. Uh, I'm going to let Chandler give us a brief intro, and then we're just going to jump right into our show notes from week one of The Bachelor featuring Peter, the pilot. Yeah, so uh, we're super excited to be here. Um, basically, the reason why we're making this podcast and why we've taken uh, 40 minutes out of our Sunday nights to stop playing video games and actually do something productive is because we just didn't want to be live slacking all of the things that happened in the show. So to our coworkers... Here you go. And uh, to the inevitably millions of people who listen to this podcast later on, here you go. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. Uh, like I'm sure many of you know, this, uh, this season we've got Peter Weaver uh, as The Bachelor. Um, Peter was a contestant on Hannah B's season, uh, most famous for the uh, windmill sex session, which was... Which is referenced like a good maybe 10, 15 times oh, yeah. throughout the show. Oh, yeah. And it was, was it three times in one night or four? <laughs> Uh, I think she said it was four, but I could be wrong. <laughs> wow, that is a long night. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, otherwise, Peter is basically, you know, your milk toast bachelor, white dude. He's yep. a pilot. Heard uh, by a woman before. <laughs> he's got that tragic backstory. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, like we said, we've got Peter this year. Um, it's fun. I feel like every single season... They do like the dramatic flash forward um, on Hannah's season. It was her flashing forward to just a tearful uh, kind of a reveal. And obviously that got leaked to hell to where yeah. you knew what it was. Um, what's his face? The virgin jumping over the fence. Jumping over the fence. What a, what a classic moment <laughs> in Bachelor history. Yeah. Uh, so I, I feel like that we're going to keep on seeing. The, the flash forward was, it was Peter at the, at presumably the final rose. And then it's Chris comes up to him, you know, Chris Harrison, the host, and he's like, Peter, we've got some bad news for you. I know, I know you don't want to hear it. And then, like, it cuts to, like, Peter, like, in a hotel room, presumably surrounded by, you know, like, the producers. And he's, he's crying on the bed. He's thinking to himself, he's saying to himself, like, oh, this is the last thing I want to hear right now. So I think we're going to get some pretty dramatic uh, reveals towards the end of the season. Um, it, it feels like a Jed moment. And, yeah. And I, I also have heard that Peter said that this is – this finale is unleakable. <sighs> So that means I, pre- I, I guess something is still in the works. Who knows? I don't know about unleakable, quote unquote. That, that feels impossible nowadays. Um, Especially with reality Steve on the yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that guy's got to be blocked. I, I don't know. I, I know some people who like to spoil the show and then watch it. Brock. Brock Beeson. Brock Beeson. Uh, and like, it's like, how can you do that? Like, I, I don't know how you can just like see like hear all the details about how the show ends and then still watch the show yeah it's like uh it's like going into avengers endgame already knowing the the finale yeah and, and it's like Ooh. it's like 30 hours of entertainment that you're just like i don't know wasting basically in my opinion um cool so that's peter um i'm trying to look through some of some of the highlights that i think we can look forward to is the the scar there was some scar that he some gets scar. on his head uh-huh. uh, actually it's pretty gnarly towards the end I, I know a lot of times the bachelor tends to play up these like you know injuries um there i feel like inevitably on every single season there, there's a shot of an ambulance yes someone getting carved into an ambulance whether they fell off their bunk bed or they had a nervous breakdown <laughs> the bunk bed was a classic um cool uh well we're just going to get right into the uh, into the limos here. Um, obviously, during the whole entire intro, they were playing up the whole entire, like, P 
Peter is a pilot thing. Yes. And and I, I wonder how many times during this season we're going to hear the host, Chris, say that Peter's looking for a co-pilot or that a contestant says, I could be your co-pilot. Well, you know that uh, Colton said it's the virginity of this year. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like it's like the same quote, like the same joke that's just literally never going to die. It's just a dead horse. And I, I think like one of my favorite shots from the kind of going on like the, the whole entire pilot theme. And kudos to the to the producers, but uh, I think they managed to get three flight attendants on the show it, this it's, season. It, it's impressive. <laughs> and I loved it. There, there was the one shot. I can't remember which flight attendant it was, but she, she in her one-on-one interview before getting out of limo, she was like, hey, you know, like... I, I think me and Peter could have a connection. I'm a flight attendant. He'll probably really appreciate, you know, that that like uh, that aspect of me, and then we'll really be able to bond over that. And you know, like I said, kudos to the producers because like the whole entire time she's going along this monologue, it's showing like two other women getting up to who are also flight attendants. And so there's like three flight attendants, and this one girl is like, oh, I'm the one. Like we'll have this connection. So I feel like the uh, the producers like definitely leaned into that. And so I don't know. This is remember that we're sipping through three hours of content. This was like, this was a marathon night. I uh, I've got a lot of notes. I, I highlighted some of my highlights. I, I think I think one of my favorite notes that I have. One of my favorite direct quotes was from Victoria P. And for those of you who don't remember, I believe she is the nurse, and she seems pretty intense. Yes, she um, does. Yeah, I'm trying to look up her. I'm trying to look it up in our contestant database right now. But yeah, she's a nurse from. Uh, Alexandria and her her best quote was when they were they were doing like the the shot of her like at her house before she even like got on the show and then like she hadn't even seen Peter I think at this point obviously she knew who the bachelor was but at one point during during that interview she quoted and said I'm already falling for him incredible how fast love works I mean, it's, it's got to be, like, the universe working miracles to get these, like, women and these men that are just, like, you know, they they see a picture of Peter and they watch his season. They're like, you know what? I think I'm falling for this guy. <laughs> I've been hit by Cupid Sparrow. It's got to be real. Funny little bird, but he does the trick. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on Victoria P? Um, I, you know, Victoria P did not catch my eye. So, I, I think right now she seems like... I think if I were to compare her to someone, she seems kind of like Crystal, where she's like very, very intense emotionally. Yeah. And I think like that quote proves it. Like before she's even met Peter, she's like, "I'm following for him." Yeah. You know? And I and I think that like, I think those kind of people are good for the show. They're good entertainment. But they do not do well in real relationships. No, and and especially on a show like this, I feel like you're setting yourself up for failure if you're like getting like that invested before you're even on before you even met this person. Yeah. Right. Um. I, I think that she reminds me a lot of Victoria or a lot of uh, Crystal when she was uh, a contestant on The Bachelor. Um, I think that it's funny too. I don't know if you saw the tweet where she literally looks just like Demi. Yes, she does. Yeah. She looks just like she's a taller Demi. Yes. <laughs> Probably less entertaining Demi. I, I think Demi is one of Bachelor's greatest gems. She really is. Um, another, note I, another note I had here. I, I mentioned that Madison was a front runner for me. Yes, and and she is one confident girl. We'll go over her one on one later on. Um, but she apparently is so confident that she likes to hype herself up, right? 
<laughs> she, she's her own biggest fan. Uh, we'll we'll cover that in 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 the outro section of this podcast. But uh, yeah, there there was a pretty funny uh, social media blunder that came up with, with Madison. I mean, who hasn't done it? We'll talk about it. We've all got Finsta accounts. Yeah. Uh, another note I had here uh, during one of Peter's one on ones uh, during I think it was before the limos even happened. He was talking about how he was over Hannah at this point. Yeah. Hannah B. Apparently. Which. I don't know. I, I have my I have doubts for obvious reasons over over that claim, but I, I was never that invested in their relationship. Felt like they were just like anytime they're on air, they were just like really sexually charged. Yeah, it was just like Peter was the one who lifted her up and put her on the on the pool table, right? Yeah, smashed her head into the lamp. Smashed her head into the lamp. <laughs> a beautiful Smooth moment. Smooth move. Yeah, I, I think another date of theirs was a they went to a sauna. Did they go to a sauna? I think they went to a sauna, and it was basically just like. 18 minutes of make-out B-roll. They just ran with, like, uh, monologues yes, dumped this. over yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that, that's the kind of stuff where it's, like, you see that combined with, uh, you know, like, all, all, like, the windmill stuff, and it's, like, what is this relationship built yeah, upon? it feels like a hookup session. Yeah. That just never ended. That just never ended. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I think that uh, of all the limos... Um, I think my favorite, my favorite quote from the limo scene came from Katrina. Let me look it up real quick. I believe she is the dancer, the sports dancer. We never got to know her quite well enough to figure out who she actually danced for. Yeah, she's from Chicago. By the way, there was like eight women from Chicago this yeah, season. I think a lot of Chicago. They like went to Chicago and they're like, hey, let's get like twenty five percent of our contestant base from Chicago. But Katrina, um, when she got out of the limo. Um, she had a quote that was pretty epic, and I will say this is our sponsored segment of the night. It is the five-star Taco Bell review moment of the night. And Katrina said, and I quote, you are going to love my hairless pussy. Cat. Oh. <laughs> and they didn't bleep out the first half of that? No, no, no. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, like, what the regulations are on that. Uh, you can say pussycat, but you can't say pussy. Can we say that? We can say whatever we want. Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm going to bleep this thing. I might as I get better at, uh, at running this podcast, but I think for now it's just whatever we say gets out there. Okay, here we go. It's an 18 or older podcast. Yeah, sorry, mom and dad. Don't listen. But yes, uh, like I said, that that is our five-star talk, five Taco Bell review moment of the night. Uh, if you don't know five-star Taco Bell reviews, they are an Instagram that uh, reviews... Taco Bell items live on Instagram. Great, great follow. Check them out if you're a Taco Bell fan. Uh, but yeah, I think that's probably the best quote of the night. Um, I think that it was on, uh, I think it was up there with some of Demi quotes and oh, yeah. some of, uh, what was her, Corinne? Corinne had some good Corinne quotes. Corinne had some good good quotes as Platinum well. Platinum Vagine uh-huh. comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on par with that, like right up there. And, and like, and like, in terms of equal on the other side, Jordan comes to mind. Oh, yeah. My king. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jordan. My king. Uh, I think one other notable limo moment we have is the first kiss. And we have it from Savannah. Um, let me check. Savannah is, she's from Houston, Texas, and is a realtor, I believe. Um, she blindfolded Peter and proceeded to... Plant went on him? Well, before that, there was some heavy petting. Oh. 
to where, you know, she was feeling his face, she was feeling, you know, his body, and then, yeah, it ended with just a kiss. And, and in my notes, I just put lip rape. Uh, I believe that's what it's qualified as. It definitely feels like that. And I think there were a couple of those lip rape moments oh, yeah. uh, last night. You know, once once one girl gets the kiss, it seems like the floodgates open and every girl's just kind of going in for it. Well, and, I, and, and Peter looks like, I'm sorry, this is maybe we'll talk about this later, but Peter and most bachelors on the first night act like freaking gorillas. Oh, yeah. Because there's just like this innumerable amount of women who just want to have his children and they're doing stupid stuff and acting stupid he's just like oh kiss this woman kiss woman kiss me and he just goes from one girl to the next i uh i feel like so i've been watching bachelor for i don't know probably seven years and i feel like it's it's now become the thing of like if you want to make a statement you have to get that kiss on the first night Yep, yeah, but I mean, other people don't. Cassie didn't. It's true, and that's because she's perfect. Uh, highly debatable. I I don't highly think debatable. so. Uh, but I, I do feel like it's like like if I feel like a lot of the contestants now feel pressure to get get that first night kiss. But you're right. It's like I don't know, I'd love to like go back and do some research on like. There's got to be some data. Yeah, like top five. Who's made it into the top five of the season? And did they get a first kiss? Yeah. You know and. I don't know. I, I feel like that that's an interesting thought. The question is, do you become one of the rest or do you get forgotten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. She's a... Uh, she... Who does she remind me of? You know? She plays kind of this nice girl to yep. him. Um, and then, But she's, she's kind of rude to the other girls as well. You know? And she's got a little bit of chaotic energy to her. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels a lot like uh, who was the who's dating Dean now? What is her name? Hannah Ann was the one who gave him the picture and talked about her parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. Talked about her family. Yeah, and, and, that, and that was like her whole entire like her little like intro segment, like the like before she went on the show. How sometimes they call out a few contestants and go yeah. to, like their hometown or whatever. Hannah Ann was one of them. Um, and yeah, I I I don't know. Like, I'm looking at her Instagram right now just because, like, she's already kind of... She's a model influencer, I believe. Oh, me uh, too. Right now, she's got 242,000 followers. Wow. Which is interesting because, like, I believe, like, after last season, like, after, like, all the Jed stuff, they're like, hey, we're going to try to find, like, more, like, legitimate people. You know, more people that are, like, aren't here for the fame. And this is what you came up with. Yeah. And, like, this is the best you could do. <laughs> and, by the way, she's friends with uh, Hannah G., Yes, she is. IRL. And I know that you don't like Hannah G, but I do. Hannah G physically is like a Barbie that came to life. <laughs> also, emotionally. Like, I would watch her sometimes and I'd be like, how is, like, how is no one, like, feeding her lines by now? Like, she's so boring. And, like, I don't know. That, that's my thoughts on Hannah G. Nice girl. Not very interesting for the show, and I know that doesn't mean that I shouldn't like her or that I can't, but I just don't think she's that interesting. But Hannah Ann, on the other hand, is is both she's personality and she's pretty too. Yeah, I I feel like she plays off like the cute innocent vibe really well, and we already saw that. Like, I mean, she went and she got a kiss from Peter that first night, and yep. then she went and interrupted three different or two different people after that. Yeah, and it's like I'm sorry, but like if on the first night you get a kiss. From, you know, from like the bachelor bachelorette. Yeah. I feel like you've pretty well like sealed yourself yeah, for you're, a rose that established. night. Yeah. And so it's like, 
why do you care? And it's like it's like twisting the knife at that point. Yeah. It's like uh, what's her name? The girl from last season or from Colton season who had the Chihuahua that she brought with her everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah and she yeah. just kept going back and back and back the first night. And after a, after a point, you could tell that you didn't like it. And I yeah. think that Peter got to that point with with Hannah Ann. I I wonder that too, and and I wonder if like like if I were in that position, and you know I meet some girl, she's cute, we kiss, and then I move on, and I know that I have you know. A pool of you know thirty other women or twenty other women that I should be talking to. Like, I I would hope that I would you know have the self control to be like, hey, I I really like talking to you, but guess what? I'm talking to someone right now. I've literally been talking to them for like two minutes. So can I finish this conversation before maybe we talk again? Yeah, but Gorilla Peter just sees red. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I kind of get that vibe from Peter mm-hmm. that he's just kind of like down to clown. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, think about uh, in the race, that girl blatantly cheated, yeah. and he's just like, yes, I go on date, we go on date. Well, what is her name, starts with a K, the, the girl that he knew previously, Kelly. Kelly. Kelly, the attorney from Chicago. Found we, her boring. Yeah, we, we can maybe, I don't know, talk more about Kelly in a minute, but yeah, like, that's one of the situations where it's like, I don't know, is Peter really, like... Is he here for the right reasons? That's the question I think Bachelor Nation needs to ask themselves. Because yeah. I know what I think, but I don't know. Um, I think that uh, going back to Hannah Ann, we had a pretty nice little rivalry already forming. And this is kind of goes back to like the, the devious side of Hannah Ann that I was talking about previously. Yep. Where it's like, like I don't know. She, she interrupted a number of women. I can't, I don't know. I'm looking back to my notes to see who she interrupted. But uh, I remember McKenna was getting pretty pissed about it, and I think that when they flash forwarded to some of like the some like the later season shots, there the were fights. some like, yeah there were some conversations between Hannah Ann and McKenna, which I think will be great because McKenna, while I do not like her at all, I feel like she has a powerful enough personality to confront people yeah. like Hannah, which you gotta appreciate. But you gotta love her, especially because who who was it that confronted uh, uh, Hannah Ann? Uh, on the show about her her interrupting and it was like it was like the most passive confrontation I've ever seen she's like uh, I just feel like you're I just feel like you're interrupting and stuff I think it may have been Cheyenne that sound that sounds right I know that Hannah Ann did interrupt Cheyenne uh-huh. and I don't know I was bummed I like Cheyenne she's really nice but yeah it's like I don't know. I, I feel like you, you need people like that to kind of shut people like Hannah Ann down or else they'll just become this like queen bee of the season to where it's like they just run the thing. Yep. Right. And it's like, that's the last thing we want. Yep. We as don't a want base. That. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite things of the night was uh, Sweet Marissa. Really nice girl. She's the patient coordinator from Atlanta. Um, I believe she is the one that used to be, let's see, I made note of this. Uh, she used to be in beauty pageants. Quit doing those, and then she gained like, I don't know, something like 80 pounds. And I think she got back to working out because she looks great now. But uh, after her one on one time with Peter the first night, she ended with a dap. You know, went in for like the high oh, five, yeah. for a half hug, had him on What's the back. Up, man? And, and at that moment, I was like, she can't last. Nope. She literally just friend zoned herself. Uh, you think he's going to ask her if she wants to go fishing later or something right? like that? <laughs> Catch a ball game. <laughs> Catch a few brews with the boys. Yeah, I think they're gonna go over to 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 BJ or something. Watch oh, the game. Man. You know, maybe throw back a few. <laughs> um, I, I made a note here. Uh, Peter, at one point, said he hasn't stopped uh, hasn't stopped thinking about Kelly. 
A um, little backstory on the Kelly situation. Oh yes, they know each other. Yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't really catch like how how like how in depth their relationship was. Uh-huh. But Kelly is the attorney from Chicago. Um, really nice girl. I, I liked her and all like the pre interview stuff. But I guess she ran into him at a hotel and they had like hung out, done some dancing maybe there. Yeah, because they mentioned that uh, later on in the in, in the group, group date. date. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't know, like, I, I can't I can't imagine that someone like Peter, who is like, you know, at this point, he knows he's going to be The Bachelor. Yeah. Right? And then he meets this girl at a hotel, right? Or soon before he knows he's going to be The Bachelor, meets this girl at a hotel, and that's the girl he's thinking about. Because it's like, you have to imagine someone like Peter, after being on Bachelorette, you know, like, think of all the women he meets. Uh-huh. Right? And then this one girl named Kelly who he meets at a hotel. At a hotel. They dance and, you know, spend some time, time together. It's like, I'm going to call bullshit on him saying that he hasn't stopped thinking about her. Yeah. And, and I don't know, this all kind of like plays into my theory that like, Peter is not my favorite bachelor. Well, we'll uh, that's a strong accusation to make after literally one week. <laughs> well, no, but it isn't a week, right? Yeah. We've known Peter for like a year now. True, true. But I mean, I liked Hannah B when I when she was on the season, and then she yeah, got and then she got true. her own season. And I was like, this girl sucks. That's true. Let let let's hope Peter proves us wrong. And now she's bled into this season. Oh my hell! She's a cancer that the Bachelor can't get rid of. So we'll we'll cover the the Hannah drama. I think it's the, let's see, it's the second group date that we get Hannah. Yes. The coming back in, spoiler alert. Um, uh, rose ceremony. Rose ceremony. Um, Something that I, I, I note about the rose ceremony every year is that people act crazier and crazier as the night goes on. And that's because this rose ceremony literally lasts for like eight hours. Or the cocktail party and the rose ceremony literally lasts for like eight hours. Because oh, yeah. they're always toasting in the morning. Yep. Like if the sun has come up and so like they're on TV, they're being filmed every single moment of the night and they're drinking semi-excessively. It's no wonder that people leave in tears after this first rose ceremony. Yeah. We uh, here at Divi, that's where Chandler and I work, we actually have a coworker who has been on the Bachelor. Yes, it's true. She was on a, a really early season, but uh, we we kind of got. I I've spoken to her a couple times and gotten kind of the the backstory of like you know what what is that what's that like and she actually got eliminated on the first night but she had a lot of you know she had all the insight into like what it's like leading up to the to the show but yeah like I think they start the party at like ten o'clock at night yeah and and then yeah they they hang out for you know I think like six hours yeah seven and that's hours. why it, it's it's all when when they're like oh I only got two minutes to talk to him like it, I'm pretty sure it's a whole lot longer than that like those conversations are lasting a good amount of time yeah we could, we could look more into it for next week yeah but yeah I mean you're right where where it's like I mean like even the first episode is like three hours long yeah and I think I think the first about hour and a half is just the cocktail party cocktail the initial party. night and so it's like yeah like even you know for an hour and a half they have to cut down to a lot of like you know just like the basic highlights for for that night to, to really like you know get a representation of it so yeah you can't be surprised but uh um as far as eliminations go we have avonlia avonlia i don't really know how to pronounce that name i i don't recall her so she must not have made that big of an impression she was the cattle rancher from fort worth, fort worth texas uh, we've also got eunice going i'm not surprised jade I thought that Jade was going to stay. That was a bummer. Yeah. Um, she's from Arizona. Uh, Ex-LDS girl. Chandler and I are both LDS, so love to see some LDS representation on the show. Shout out the Mormon gang. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got Jenna leaving. Katrina. She was the pussy girl. Uh, <laughs> the shade, the hairless pussy. 
Kylie um, <laughs> was really intense. She's cut. Uh, Marissa was intense. Uh, or, I mean, she wasn't intense. She was the, the friend zone. She was the bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. And but he asked her if she wanted to uh, come to the Chiefs game with him next week. <laughs> Hit up the playoff scene <laughs> with him. Uh, we also lost Megan. I don't recall Megan at all. Made zero impression. Um, and I believe those were the eliminations, I believe, from the night. Um, so, yeah. I, I think that uh, as far as, like... People going forward. Um, Victoria P didn't get a rose. Victoria F did, though. No, no, they both did. They both did. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I really like Victoria F. Yeah. I don't know if, how much of her stuff you remember, but I think she's really funny. She seems a little too emotional to where it's like she was kind of crying the first night. Yes, she was. And and that's always like, you know, <sighs> yeah, because like if, if you're not prepared for the first night, then like... I don't know how you're going to withstand the rest of the show. Yeah. Because um, it's dramatic. Yeah. You, you might be uh, like a Nicole where it's like, you, you, like your, your whole entire identity is just, just like crying. crying. And, and it's, it's and an whining, ongoing joke. And whining. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, – I think I like Victoria. She seems fun, really funny. Um, I Like I said in my notes, I liked Madison. I was pretty boyish on Madison after her initial uh, interview. I think Kelly's okay. I like Kelly. She seems like she could be a little dramatic. Um, I don't know. I think if those were like my, if I had to make like two picks, those are probably my two picks right now as far as like who's going to go the distance. Yeah, I, I would put my money on Madison. She seems good. And then, you know, who knows how long this Hannah drama hat lasts. Yeah. I have a feeling they're going to play that out. Yeah. I, I feel like she is a personality that is interesting, and obviously Peter's interested in her. And yeah. so it's like with those two qualifications, like that person's going, you know, a long ways in the season. Yep. So. Okay, so let's talk about the first group date real quick. Okay. Uh, we've got – this is the, the pilot one. Yes. Literally – one of my least favorite group dates of all time. It was, it was really strange. Like, for... I, I know that, like, a lot of the idea of, like, these dates is, like, get people uncomfortable. But it's, like, the first thing they did is they, like, stuck them on a gyroscope. Yes. And they spun them around. One person to the point of puking. Yeah. Which played well, out pretty well in her favor, if, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to think who we had on this first date. Um... I made note of everyone who went on both the group dates, but I, I know we had Kelly, um, we had Victoria P on it. Victoria F. Hannah Ann was there. Tammy, Sh- Cheyenne, yeah. Courtney, and Jasmine. Is, yeah. that, is that everybody on that first group date? I think so. Um, basically, the date was they went on the gyroscope. They, they went to an airport, went on a gyroscope where they just spun the contestant around. Uh, Victoria P., I, I made I, I have a section for each contestant of like their tragic backstory because every contestant has it. Yes, they do. And Victoria P's tragic backstory uh, on this date was that she got sick on the teacups at Disneyland, and people laughed at her and she puked. <laughs> and uh, my, you know my, who else did that? My my grandpa did that. Um, <laughs> I, I have a father who's the same way, and he's, I think, in his, I believe in his 60s now. So, good company to be in Victoria. Uh, me and my wife, we watch with subtitles on just so we can get all, all, all the, you know, all the dialogue spot on. And during that, you know, dramatic flashback Montage. from Victoria, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, at one point in brackets, 
after she had like gotten sick, the closed captioning said, children screaming, comma, demonic laughter. <laughs> so if you can imagine how, how comedic it is that, uh, you know, that Victoria P is, is relating this horrendous, you know, traumatizing story at Disneyland when she was on the teacups, ends up vomiting. Demonic laughter. They dealt with the demonic laughter. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, long story short, she ends up puking. Goes to the bathroom after she pukes. Uh, Peter comforts her. I believe that that put her on Peter's radar to where it's like, I probably shouldn't eliminate her this week because then I'm kind of a dick, right? Yes. If I do just like eliminate someone uh, who ended up just puking. Um, was that when he, he brought her the water and she was like, she was like, no guy has ever done this for me or something like that? Yeah. The bar is literally on the floor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's, who is this girl dating? <laughs> no one's ever brought her water. She's puking her guts out. And her ex-boyfriend's like, "Well, are you done?" I love it. Um, I also uh, have down here that uh, we had Courtney um, failing math at least four times. They yes. they they did some some math tests uh, before to say you know like hey like. If you're traveling at this di- at this speed, you need to travel this distance. Um, you know how how long would it take you to get from point A to point B for flying a plane? And, and Courtney just threw out an absolutely ridiculous answer, <laughs> and then whispered whispered to the to the contestant next to her. She said, "I failed math four times in college." <laughs> Which <laughs> I, I like Courtney, but like math is not her strong suit, and I don't know. It, it's not surprising at all that was her response. It was also impressive how uh, none, literally none of the contestants knew how long a mile was. Oh yeah. The only person who knew was Peter. I think, what was one guess? One guess was something insane like... 30,000. Yeah. 30,000 feet. <laughs> and <laughs> there, there, were these, there were these female pilots like moderating the, the, the session. And, and after they saw that answer, uh, the, cont- <laughs> the, the one moderator was like, you would basically be in space at that point. <laughs> Which I, th- I thought was pretty funny. Um, so yeah, so we, we can kind of move on to, to the Kelly drama um, that occurred on this date. So basically, after they, they did this, like, you know, the gyroscope, the, the quizzes about, you know, aviation, I guess, was the theme. Yes. Kind of a lame quiz to be a part of. But uh, uh, the next portion was an obstacle course to where the women had to uh, do things like find a piece of baggage that had their name on it. Yep. And then they had to, like, run across this, like, slippery floor with these, like, fans blowing on them. Which is pretty funny, to be to be fair. Also, they had this, like, mystery, like, it looked like refried beans. It, it looked like they jumped into a pit of vomit, to be Literally. honest. It was disgusting. And, and then and then they got to, to like, this, you know, the, the air-powered slip and slide, and they were, like, <laughs> they were slipping and, like, falling in that shit, and I was like, oh my gosh! And, and I, I couldn't help but notice that some of the women were actually wearing, like, pretty nice sneakers. Yeah. And, because, like, I, I don't know if it's, like, now just, like, I, I think, like, the producers tell the women, like, hey, like, there's going to be an obstacle course, so, like, bring athletic wear. And yeah. so some of the women were actually wearing, like, pretty nice sneakers, and uh-huh. I would be pissed if I was wearing a pair of nice sneakers, and I'm stepping in, like, literal vomit, well, can slipping imagine, in it. Can you imagine being the, the woman in the back and just yes. getting everybody else's vomit <laughs> sprayed on you? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and so a- after, the, after the air part where they got blown away, 
They then had to go and jump on these tricycles. And I believe there were three people, the first three people of the tricycle, I believe. They had three tricycles lined up. It was just Kellyanne uh, and uh, Tammy. Tammy, I think that's right. Yeah, I thought it was just the two of them. And so they, they had to jump on these tricycles and basically go through a little windy obstacle course. And Apparently, uh, that's how you get certified as a pilot. I mean... That was flight school? It, yeah. It, if I had to look at Peter, wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> the guy's a bozo. So, like, sure, if he could do it, why not? Give him his license. Uh, but, yeah, so the, the obstacle course was pretty windy. And you had to, like, go around these tight turns and, and everything. And, and Tammy got to the bike first. Yep. And she got halfway through the windy part. And then Kelly shows up second, jumps on the tricycle, and basically just beelines it straight. She's just like, F it. Here we yeah. go. And, and, and they, they even cut back after the race and Kelly won obviously yeah. you know she got to the end first and then they flashed back to the race as Tammy was complaining about Kelly cheating and they actually like you know like as far as like normal like a real sports cast goes they like paused and they like outlined the course <laughs> for a sec of like where you should drive where you should go and then they just drew literally just a straight line that Kelly drove like from start to finish and, and like when, when Kelly finished Peter kind of had this like kind of like like, oh, did she really win? Look on his face. But at the same time, like, he didn't once or even for a second be like, oh, no, no, Kelly, like, you actually should have done the opposite course. Like, you should have stayed in the cones. So actually, Tammy should win. Yeah. He was like, it seemed like he was like all too happy to be like, oh, great, Kelly wins. Let's roll. And everybody was pissed at Kelly, but nobody was pissed at Peter for being an idiot. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know. That, that's kind of one of the hard things about being on the show is like, you've got this shining night, you know? So it's like, you've got, like, you can't really, like, call them out but that's one situation where it's like yeah like Peter is just as much as at fault as Kelly is yep at that point right ooh yeah so I don't know and that that's kind of where I started like not loving Kelly so much yeah um and then he he took her to that bar later or whatever and tried to put her up on top of it didn't go well again. That was really awkward, actually. Yeah. Um, so basically what happened is, is that after Kelly won the race, um, her and Peter got to go fly in a plane. Peter flew it. They flew around for a sec. And then in classic group date fashion, at least in the past few seasons, they ended up at just like some like generic meeting place with a bar. And they just kind of hung out and talked. Yeah. And it actually ended up being the hotel that Kelly and Peter met at. Yeah, which is like really strange, and and I think and and that got out air quotes strange. Yes, exactly, because it's like this. It all seems like too lined up. Yeah. I, I don't know, but uh, that that's kind of like the tinfoil hat stuff you kind of get as as a viewer of the show. But um, but like we we had like that news kind of got out, and Kelly was. Uh, uh, she was kind of at a target on her back at that point. I felt like because yep. people kind of caught wind of that, and they're like, "Wait a minute!" Like, they knew before the show. Oh, and it was at this hotel. Oh, and she cheated during like the obstacle course. Like, ooh, yeah. And and kind of getting back to what Chandler mentioned previously. So keep in mind, like you know, like I said, Kelly knows Peter. They've talked in the past. She got the one-on-one time on the group date, and then she still goes and like gets one-on-one time with him at the cocktail yep. party after, after like, during the group date, which I thought was kind of, like, sketchy. But uh, but they went and, like, found the exact place where they met in the hotel. Yep. And it's, like, you're just, like, beating this thing dead. And it's it's going to look bad, I yep. feel like. Like, as people look back and watch this, like, it's just going to look bad. Yep. Um, but, uh, and so, then, like, they kind of end up at the bar. 
And this is what Chandler was alluding to earlier, where, you know, they were kind of talking, having a good time, and then it got time to when, you know, they were going to start making out. Yep. And in classic Peter fashion, he, like, picked Kelly up, put her up on the counter, and Kelly, you know, being in a short dress, has her legs folded, has yep. her legs crossed. And Peter put her up on the counter, and you could tell he was kind of attempting to... To, uncross to, oh, those yep, legs and, yep. and get a little like straddle action going and Kelly was not having it no she was not I, I rebounded like three times because I couldn't stop watching how awkward it was it was it, it was like I, I don't even know what to to to, to, to relate it to it was just like one of those moments in The Bachelor where you just kind of like put your hands on <laughs> and you're like ooh ooh <laughs> like, what's going on white knuckle cringe <laughs> basically well like it's also one of those things where it's like if if you're not on this show, like, what what does Kelly do? Like, th- does she like write this guy off? You know, she's like, okay, this guy is just horny as hell and wants like get like get down ASAP. But because you're on the show, it's like, ah, oh, like I'm gonna keep my legs closed. We'll keep making out, and then I'll catch a rose this week. You know, and we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Like, I don't know. Um. So let's see. I think on that date, do you remember we got the final rose, Chandler? I believe it was. Was it uh, Kelly? I think it was Kelly. Yeah, because because Victoria was sitting between Peter and Kelly. Oh yeah. And he started going off about how amazing uh, <laughs> Kelly was, and she just kind of like she kind of did that Homer Simpson yes, like it's back away into. <laughs> she 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 had a blanket on her, and they, they were all like a, a love seat. That was like a three seater. Yeah. And it was Peter, Victoria. And then Kelly. And and you could tell that, like, you know, 10 seconds in Peter's monologue that it was going to be Kelly. Yep. And Victoria literally just, like, had a blanket on her lap and just, like, <laughs> faded. <laughs> just, like, yeah. <laughs> just exited the shot. It was absolutely perfect. Um, awesome. Uh, so that was the, the first group date. Uh, after that, they cut to some more footage of Hannah B coming on this episode, which ooh, is just ooh. absolutely terrible. Um, first date, first solo date. Madison uh, met the family already. Yeah, a big Madison fan. I think you think that she looks fake baked. Oh yeah. I, at one point, my wife. Uh, Are you sure you don't have like the high contrasting on your TV on or something? Oh, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's too high contrast, and we're just seeing these blemishes. But the the date was it was one of those just ultra intimidating like. Yeah. Way too heavy for first date to where they actually went to Peter's parents' house. He's from California. Yep. They went to Peter's parents' house. Uh, Peter obviously didn't tell Madison until she got there. But they, they walk into the backyard. And as they're walking into the backyard, Peter's like, oh, by the way, this is my parents' house. And Madison, I'm thinking she's ready to dump her pants. But she's like, oh, my gosh, no way. That's awesome. And then go into the backyard. And by the way, Peter's family and all their extended family is there as well. Yep. And they greet her with like the cheer, and you can tell that Hannah's like, "What the hell?" The or Madison. I mean, Madison's like, "What the hell am I doing here?" And you're like, "That is intimidating." And it looks like they're about to get married, the two of them. By the way. Yes, like formal, formal wear, uh-huh. and, and there's like wedding decorations yep. in the backyard, so it's like He's even about more to steal the deal. Yeah, but but at that point, they they were walking in, you know, to to that uh, to greet the family members, and there was a shot of Peter and Madison where it's pretty sunny. And you could see, like, some dark spots on Madison's face. And my wife was like, what's that on her face? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's a birthmark. And so we kind of kept it on the top of our mind as we kept watching the date. Turns out it was a bad makeup job. Uh, uh, and I don't know. 
I, I get it. Like, it, it's hard to do your makeup, but maybe it was just, like, the sun. But, like, she did – she honestly looked, like, really, really fake-baked. I thought that she handled herself really well in that situation. Yes. All her family really liked it. All of his family really liked her. Yes. They re- his parents renewed their vows. And, like, yeah, that's a tough date to go on and uh, kind of threw her to the wolves. And I thought she did she did really well. Also, why do people renew their vows? I don't understand that. I, I couldn't – I, I couldn't quite like me and my wife were talking about it and it kind of felt like uh it, i don't know it feels like a, hey this thing's going pretty good you know like hey we've been married for like 20 years think we could do it for another 20 and they're like yeah okay great let's have a ceremony you know to like tell the world that we're ready you know, to, add, to like, do another 20 yeah, years yeah another two decades onto this thing Ooh. it's like i don't know as someone who didn't like recite vows at my wedding like it doesn't really resonate with me fair um, but I, I will say that, like, Peter might be the least eloquent speaker of all time. Yeah. He was officiating the damn thing, and he was, like, he, he had this, like, book in front of him, and he was, like, reading his notes, like, looking up at people, and it, it honestly, like, I, I wish I would have pulled some direct quotes from there, but he honestly sounded like a 14-year-old. He sounded like when you give a presentation in class, yeah. and you write all the things that you're going to say word for word on your PowerPoint slide, <laughs> and you just read your PowerPoint slides. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a total freaking robot. Um, I, I did have a hot take on this episode. Uh-huh. I think Madison's kind of boring. <gasps> no. Um, I like I said, her. I, I liked her intro. I thought she was pretty interesting. You know, she's athletic. Seems like she's really confident. But as far as, like, her personality, I just haven't seen a whole lot from her. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm a big Madison fan. Um, I think, like, my, my fandom... Like, after seeing her, like, little short bio uh-huh. at the start was just, like, a knee-jerk reaction. I still think she's a really nice girl. And maybe, you know, I, I hope we get to know her more. Um, but, yeah, like, my, my take from that date was just kind of, like, she's a little boring. You know, like, nothing really sets her apart. She's a fun, cute girl. But, like, I haven't seen a whole lot of, like, actual emotional connection between her and Peter so far. Yeah. I mean, they talked at dinner. And then uh, you want to know what's actually boring is this... this uh, this set motion that they have where they go to dinner and then he's like well the night's not over I oh, have it's not done yet. I have one more thing in surprise for you and, and it means it means one of two things is gonna happen yes what well, happened tonight well what what happened tonight is the same thing that happens in most 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 one-on-ones they walk into some room and there's some like no-name country band playing some yes. song yes and they go I can't believe X band name is here <laughs> I'm a huge fan <laughs> and like I, I will say like I'm not a big country fan my wife is actually a pretty big country fan and she agrees she's like I've never heard of any of these people that they have on this show. And, and my favorite thing to do is, like, right when they say the artist, I get on Spotify immediately, look them up, and just see if there's any songs I recognize. And sure enough, tonight, didn't recognize any of them. A single one of them? No. And tonight, who did we have? Um, I didn't even write the name down because it was so boring. Yeah, I don't think I did either. It, it was some female solo artist. Sure enough, haven't heard of her, but but yeah, like tonight they actually turned it up a notch. Yeah. Where it's like normally it's just like, oh yeah, like, let's go hang out and dance. But what did they do? They brought the whole family. They back. brought the whole family. And so it's like, okay, great. Like, imagine being Madison. You meet this guy. The next day, you go on a date with him. That same day, you meet his family. Oh, by the way, it's at a renewal of a vow ceremony, right? It's like that's already intense. And it's like, okay, great. That was fun. Let's go to dinner, Peter. And let's get to know each other. Yep. And I'm not sure how long dinner lasts. I can only assume it lasts, I don't know, 
30 minutes, not maybe 45 minutes. Anything I was going to say, it can't last that long because they're not even consuming food, presumably, <laughs> during this date. Unless they're, like, feeding them, like, Taco Bell or McDonald's but between cuts. Between cuts. But, uh, <laughs> but then, like, after after the, the dinner time, the dinner portion of the date ends, like Chandler said, they go, to the, they go to the country music portion. They start dancing. I think they've been dancing for, like, 45 seconds. And then all of a sudden, like, the camera cuts to the back of the room. And Peter's whole entire family comes back on the date, <laughs> and they're all dancing again. And like, I don't know, like, I, I, I can't imagine that Madison is feeling like super stoked about that. Yeah, she's basically at a family party for the guy, <laughs> which happens to be a first date. But it feels like it's a family party first and a first date secondary to and, that. And you know, I've I've taken some people on to family parties that I did not intend to date as yes. well. Yeah, so it, it, feel, it feels kind of like a, it doesn't feel like a romantic date. Yeah, didn't. I, I think they tried to sell it as like, oh, like let's go to this renewal of a vow ceremony and it'll be really, really like, you know, heartfelt and impactful because like, you know, Madison and Peter could be there someday. But it's like literally after that, it was literally just like a family party. Yep. With live music that hot take was not bad, was not good. Hot, not so hot take. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> um... But yeah, and and I think that uh, my favorite part of that day was the the dancing B roll that we had um, after they brought the whole entire family back in. Uh, all the all the audio or like all dialogue cut out. They just had you know just like the Peter. music playing, and then they were just like cutting to shots of the family dancing. Dancing, and you could tell literally everybody there, probably including the musicians, were feeling awkward. Yep. Like I don't know. I'm pretty confident in my dancing skills, but I would never feel comfortable. Going on a national t- televised show and dancing for everyone to see. Yep. With my date and his family. And, and that showed uh, in literally everybody's dancing skills. Yes. And I believe that that was when they kissed, right? Yeah. It was on the dance floor. Yeah. yeah. Bold move. I don't know. She's still a front runner. Yeah. Oh, obviously. I think at this point, yeah, definitely. Um, got a rose at the end of the date. Yep. So Class. she's moving on. We'll see her next week. Yep. Uh, second group date. We only, got, we only got the, the start of this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Set it up for us, Chandler. Okay, so here comes all the women and Peter. <laughs> they walk into what looks to be a theater. Theater. Uh, should I continue rhyming? Yes. Uh, the women and Peter walk into a theater, and they're standing on the stage. Is Hannah B. dressed in rage? Rage. No, there was no rage. She's standing there, and the women are like, oh, my gosh, we're going to do this again. Like, she already made an appearance on this show. Please just let that let that dog die. Well, she – I forgot to mention this, but she, she actually appeared during the limo scene. Yeah, and she was like, hey uh, – and he was like, please come on the show. Please come on the show, in his mind, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, here are your pilot wings so you can move on from me. Yeah. Uh, like, basically like, hey, I obviously still have a hold on your heart. Yeah. And then she was, and then she was like, JK, I'm back on the show again. So she shows up to this date, and she starts reading this uh, – this – um, monologue, this this piece of work, dramatic retelling, retelling of her her sex scenes with uh, with Peter right there. All while these list these women are listening to her talking about the times that she had sex with Peter. Yes, what an awful, awful, awful thing to do. Literally, like you're you're brought on this group date, which you're ecstatic about, obviously, because yeah. you get the you know you get you get a shot at some one on one time with, with Peter. And it's like, what are you greeted with? Oh, his ex telling you about how they had sex. Imagine that in real life. 
Like imagine you you're going out with a girl for the first time, and and she takes you to meet her ex, and he begin and and she's like, okay, well now my ex is going to tell you about all the times that we made out and all the times we had sex. Yeah, it's I don't know. Like I I couldn't do it, and like full disclosure, like. I didn't date that many women before I got married. <laughs> and the women that I did date, we didn't date that long. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, like, you know, like I dated this girl for, you know, a couple months, we kissed a few times and that was it. Yeah. And and my wife, like, you know, like obviously like we live in the same area that we grew up in. And so, you know, we'll we'll see these women around town, obviously, like at social events and things like that. And when we see them, like, my wife is like She's like, oh, that's that person you dated. And I was like, listen, it was like one kiss. <laughs> and then it's like, Kate. Like, imagine my wife feeling that way only times a thousand. And on TV. Yes. And and it's like, and, and like me and my wife, you know, like we've been married for like seven years. I'm pretty confident in our relationship. I think she is too. But she still feels that. Yeah. And so it's like, how, like, how insecure are these women feeling at this point? And, and, and I, I have to point a finger at the producers. Yep. I have to point a finger at Hannah. And yep. I have to point a finger at Peter. At Peter. Because I, I don't think that any one of these parties... Like, could not raise their hand and be like, hey, wait a minute, this is feeling strange. Well, she's talking about this sex that she had with Peter, and meanwhile, he's, like, standing there grinning, like, laughing. I had, I have sex, yes. Yes. We, we have sex windmill. And and you could tell that, like, all these women were, like, forcing laughter, and then yeah. they cut to the one-on-ones for, like, the women's reactions, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, it was so fun, we got to this theater, we're all excited, and then we see a windmill on stage. <laughs> oh, and then we see Hannah B. on stage, and it's like... I don't know. You, you can just feel that, like, it was not a good look. It was not. It was not a good look for the show. And Two thumbs down on that one. And, and I think the, the, the challenge for the women, I believe, was to write a story that they were asked to do. About their... About an interesting sexual experience that they had. Yeah. Which, like... The, which is also stupid. Yeah, it just plays into my theory that, like, Peter's not an emotional guy. And, I don't know, like, I, I, I've got a... I've got to think that it's just like, I don't know, it's kind of a dumb date idea. And I think that it felt like a really dumb idea, and then it became a really, really dumb idea when Hannah got emotional. Yep. And she was like, and, and he went back there, she started crying, and he went back there, and he's, he's like comforting her or whatever, and then they get into like why they didn't date, basically. Yeah. And they're, they're doing this like relationship post-mortem. In which, in which uh, Hannah's like, I just wish I could have dated you. And he's like, you literally had five freaking chances. Yes. Like, why didn't you on the night of the final rose? Or yes. For, when, when, you, when you confronted Jeb and all this stuff, or, uh, or Jed, why didn't you uh, ask me out then? And she's like, well, I asked out Tyler then. And yeah. it's like, lady, you had your chance. Get off TV. Well, and, and, and that that's that's kind of where I go back to where it's like, how did no one raise their hand at this moment? Like, like I, I made a note here that's like, I like Hannah and all, but it's like, Hannah, just be like the rest of Bachelor Nation and just show up on Paradise. Yeah, Like, exactly. at this point, that is your best option. Because the other, like, other people who have done this in the past, like Nick Bile. Yep. Just showed up on a season, kind of barged in. Yep. I cannot stand that guy. I think he's like the worst contestant in Bachelor history. Just never dies, never goes away. And it's like Hannah's like getting on that track pretty quickly. Yeah. To where it's like, listen, lady, like you had your chance with Peter. No offense, you screwed it up. Yeah. I Long. think that I think like you and Peter actually could have lasted, but it's like, yeah, like let it go. 
Like, yeah. like how, how self, I, I get that like, obviously like to a degree this is produced, but it's like Hannah has to know that at this point there's like, you know, 25 women who are waiting to talk to Peter. Six of them are in the same building as you as you're having this like heart to heart. Yep. And I don't know. I, I think it was just like a horrible, horrible look for Peter and for Hannah. And then Peter caves and it's like, well, do, do you want to come on the show? It's like, dude, stop. Like, I, I don't know. Why he's like looking at the pad? I don't know. Um, and that's kind of where it ends, right? Yeah. They the the whole entire like the the confrontation between Peter and Hannah happening backstage while the other women who are actually on the date, the contestants, yes, you know, the the actual viable bachelorettes, continue to write their sexual uh, experiences. Yes, for for Peter's disgusting little diary that he's forming <laughs> over over this sleazy run on on this on the bachelor uh but yeah the, the I, I think like the segment or the the cut between hannah and peter it's pretty well on cut like a, a lot of it is like long cuts like it doesn't feel like it's chopped up by, by the production team and it lasts probably like 15 minutes yeah at least that we see and, and like i have to assume you know that there's obviously more footage yep. and more dialogue we're not seeing, but it, it went on for a long time. And like Chandler said, it was very tearful, very like regretful. And then, yeah, at, at one point, Hannah kind of buries her head in her hands. She's like, oh, I just like regret it all. Like, I wish I would have picked you. And that's when Peter, you know, hits her with, you know, the million dollar question. It's like, well, what if I invite you back on the show? <sighs> and, and Hannah's response is kind of like, oh, like, I couldn't do that. Like, I, I couldn't do that. And then, like, you can tell that, like, the wheels start turning, and she's like, well, maybe I, maybe I could do that. And, like, I don't know, like, the, like, the grounded in reality part of me has to think that, like, she doesn't come back on no, the show. No, I don't think so. Otherwise, it, it would be, like, a major spoiler. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you would have seen footage of it as they're flashing forward. Yep. I would have heard about it by now. It would be all over the, you know, like, all over even, like, the non-spoiler Bachelor pages. But, like, I think, like... To me, like, Peter at least just, like, offering that is just, like, the biggest slap in the face to all of to the contestants. To literally everybody else. How do you watch that? How do you watch being on, like, how do you as a contestant later on watching this show, even if you get kicked off, watch that and be like, this dude totally is a good stand-up guy. Like, yes. I'm so glad that I had this experience. Well, and it, it's like... It's kind of like the same sentiment that, that he kind of like sent previously to where he had Hannah shell share their sex story. Yeah. And and it's like, what if you like, imagine you're the women, you're the woman that gets picked. Yep. Right. And you're going back and you're watching this season and maybe you weren't on the group date, but like you see footage of Peter saying that he's not over Hannah yeah. and that he still has feeling for her, even though about two hours ago he said he was over Hannah yep said it himself yep and it's like how can you have any confidence in that relationship I mean it's like is Peter ever going to get Hannah out of his head I, I have to imagine that if you win that if you win this season if, you, if you're the, the final bachelorette and you get engaged to Peter looking back you've got to have a pit in your stomach when you see this scene yeah and I don't know like personally like I know I would like if I was if I was in that situation and I went back and I saw my fiance saying that she still had feelings for, you know, some man that she had relations with, you know, about a year ago, like that would be sending like sirens off yep. in my head. And, and, but who knows, you know, because this, this show is is uh, notoriously shallow. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and, Juan Pablo was the bachelor for goodness hey, sake. Hey, that was an experimentation. At the time, it felt like a great idea. 
from Paulo. It's just so sexy. It's so sexy. It's so sexy. It's so sexy. <laughs> and we, we have to thank Juan Pablo because we got Claire. Yeah. Right? Like that that was probably the best thing we got from Juan Pablo's <laughs> whole entire season was we got Claire. Yep. Which was excellent. But I, I do agree where like obviously Peter isn't like as bad as uh, freaking Juan Pablo. Yeah. Not as bad as Nick. Not as bad as Nick. Nick Vile is the worst. <laughs> the worst personality in Bachelor Nation. I, I, will, I will go to my grave thinking that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do think that, like, I don't know, that whole Peter Hanna situation is not good. And, and to Chandler's point, like, that's where, that's, where that, that's where the first week's episode ends. Yep. And it's like... Awesome. Cool cliffhanger. Yeah. Peter's kind of a dick. Hannah's kind of foolish to come on the show. The producers produced an awful date. It really didn't make me want to watch this next week's show. No. And I, I don't know, like, I'm really uninterested in that first date or in that group date that Hannah, like, crashed. Yep. Like, uh, I automatically don't really care. Yep. What happens, honestly. I don't honestly. want to hear about these ladies' I, sexual endeavors. If I, if I had to guess... I'm guessing that at least the first, like, 20 minutes of next week's episode is still dedicated to this Hannah to Peter this Hannah thing. And, and I don't know, like, like when, when Peter says stuff to Hannah, like, do you regret sending me home at all in Greece? It's like, dude, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, why do you care? Why do you care if she regrets it? Obviously, she does, right? Like, she ended up with Big Head Jed. <laughs> <laughs> the freaking dog food jingle. It's like, what in the world? Like, who who is this guy? But I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm with Chandler where it's like, I'm pretty uninterested in like, you know, this this continued dialogue between Peter and Hannah. Yeah. Done with it. Move on. Let's go. Let's get some drama between the girls. Um, speaking of drama, uh, in classic, classic Bachelor uh, style, they go ahead and they flash forward a little bit. And usually the flash forwards are the most dramatic music they can cue. Yep. And it's just dubbed over crying. Crying. Sobbing. I can't believe I I, I can't believe I've done this. This was a huge mistake coming yes. on this show. Yes. I, uh, I I made a note that, like I said, we watch with captions on. And anytime they have those flash forwards, it's just literally in brackets, sobbing. Sobbing. For like ten minutes. Because they're just like running this, you know, this B-roll of these women just like, just absolutely like emotional wrecks. It's like a watermark on the video itself. <laughs> sobbing. <laughs> and, and obviously next week is, next week's episode is going to be super dramatic, as they say. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll kind of pick up there next week. Um, we There's one other thing Chandler and I wanted to touch on here, and it, it came on an Instagram post from Madison. For those of you who don't know, the show is filmed, I think, three months previous to it airing. <laughs> and people, the contestants, can't be on Instagram while they're on the show, obviously. But they will, a, a lot of contestants will be active on you know, Instagram and Twitter as the show is airing, and they'll, and they'll provide commentary. And, uh, and Chandler, d- describe this post to us from Madison. Okay, so credit to the Reddit Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, Madison posts a picture of her date with uh, with Peter, and she says, "Woke up feeling super grateful. The most perfect date with the perfect guy. Obviously, the, the date being three months ago." <laughs> um, and then you know she's got. 83,000 likes on there. She's got a bunch of comments. And one of the comments that stands out says, beautiful date, Maddie. You are so genuine and real. And that comment comes from Maddie Prue. 
so it appears that this girl has a Finsta or or some sort of a fan account that she has created for yes. herself yes. in which she goes in and hypes herself up on all of her posts. Well, I mean, it's it is just so perfectly ironic that she that she's praising herself, herself. for being genuine and real because like that I, I guess that that's like one of like the hardest things to like prove out in, in Bachelor Nation is that you're a real contestant and that you're genuine and you're who you say you are and it's like you are literally lying through your teeth <laughs> like it, it couldn't be a more perfect like blunder that you're like you're bragging about how real you are while you're lying while you're using a fake account to brag about yes. yourself yes I, I don't know to me it's just like the absolute perfect like blunder. Um, it's it, just beautiful narcissism at its finest. Yes, and it, it blew up on uh, on social media. I know that like Demi replied to it, and Demi, um, <laughs> Demi just told her to just like own it, move past it. But it's like no one's moving past that. Like that is going to be the meme of the season. I, I think over like through the course of last week, um, I saw a bunch of memes like the Obama giving himself a medal. That was one of them, where it's like. Both Obamas are Maddie Prue, and the medal is genuine and real. Um, the Spider-Man one came to mind, where yeah, it's like Spider-Man pulling himself, figuring out who who is who was the real culprit there. So, and I of course went on there and commented, "So beautiful, be- uh, beautiful date, Maddie's. You are gen- so genuine and real." And I hope that everybody will do that on on her Instagram. Uh, just to, just freaking delete the comments. I, I'm surprised the post is still up. It's now up to ninety one thousand likes. Um, I don't know how many comments it has. I, I don't think Instagram will tell me exactly how many. But, uh, but yeah, there, there's some pretty good comments on there. Like we said, her handle is Maddie Prue, M-A-D-I-P-R-E-W, if you want to give her a follow. Check out the comments. There's some pretty funny comments in there. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that about covers it for uh, for this week. Is there anything else we wanted to cover, Chandler? No, that was, the, that was a lot of content. Okay. Um, <laughs> And it was also, we're, we're recording this on a Sunday, so it was not super fresh in our minds. Yeah. But, uh... Like Chandler said, it is hard. Uh, this first week was three hours. Which it was is too a much. a lot of television. I would um, take two. Yeah, and thankfully we get two hours from, from here on out, which is which is wonderful. Until the finale, and the finale is like... With, with the like final rows. Yeah, with the final rows, it's like four hours. Yeah. Which is just like insane. But, uh, but yeah, um, I think that about covers it for this week. Uh, like I said, I'm Patrick Chandler. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Stay classy.